I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast, pre-draft edition 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is very excited, very, very excited. Adam Rosemax, tell me, tell me, tell me the world. Why are you so excited, Big Kev? Well, I have worked out what I'm going to get you for Christmas. Hold on, hold on. Adam, you don't have to get me anything. No, 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 no. Michael, we've been doing this podcast for a long time and I, I like to plan ahead and I... This fell in my lap, basically. Now, I worked out two things about you, okay? You love Hawthorne. Love them. And you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and what is the perfect gift to get a fucking idiot Hawthorne supporter? The Ben Stratton mullet cap. Now, I've heard about this. The Ben Stratton mullet cap. Can you take our audiences through it? So, Ben Stratton, very famous for his... Uh, he's got had a mullet. I don't know if you noticed during the 2018 season. I, spend, I, I focus more on his... Uh, Craft beers and his uh-huh. DJing. And his shit tattoos. Mullet third. Okay. Okay. So anyway, uh, Hawthorne have gone, well, he's got a mullet. We should, uh, we should tap into this. We mm-hmm. should market it. It's very marketable. And so what they did is they have a normal Hawthorne cap. Yep. And what they did was they tacked a little mullet onto the back of the cap. So you can get around and look like a fucking idiot and pretend you're Ben Stratton. That's awesome at the game. Now, have they thought this through? Highly flammable. They have thought it through. <laughs> so if you're standing behind one of these fucking gooses sure. in the MCC... <laughs> you can light it on fire. Yeah, just torch that motherfucker. Have they thought maybe the rare possibility, the consideration that maybe, just quite maybe, he might shave it off? Because he's now... I mean, do you think they had a chat to him down at the club? And asked him to keep it? Yeah, and they say, hey, we've got a marketing idea. We'll, we'll chuck you, you know, 0.5% <laughs> if you keep your hair like that for the rest of your career. Well, I guess maybe make the... Number Velcro on the because on the front it has twenty four uh-huh. and on the back it's got your little hawk symbol just in case you thought you were following a Collingwood fuckwit mm-hmm. and then you go oh, no that's that's not a real mullet that's that's a Hawthorne one of, the, <laughs> one of those idiots have bought the Hawthorne thing and I think it says here in the article and I only say would they tell him to keep it for the rest of his career just by the fact that I'm sure these caps are going to go flying off the shelves well they'd be a collector's item though if he does shave it off. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. It's like when they Collingwood sold the um Swanee uh, tattoo arm things. Did they really sell those? Yeah, you know those. Uh, yeah, I know those sleeves. sleeves yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't take into the proviso that Swanee one day might just get them all taken away. It could do. Or what about um when uh, Richmond sold those skivvies with the neck tats like Dustin Martin? Uh huh. So you could also you could be dressed up, but you've got a neck tat. Yep. I think it's really good. How much would you expect to pay for a Ben Stratton mullet cap? Caps aren't cheap. I'm going to go with a $29.95, but I wouldn't be surprised with a $39.95. 35 Split the difference. Yeah, you you okay. know your caps. Yeah. You know your mullet caps, I know my mullet you? caps. Yeah, I've been around. You know what? This ain't my first day at the radio, mate. If Hawthorne are tapping into marketable items, what about the um, the James Sicily punchable face? <laughs> so you put it on. Like if someone in your family's in a really shitty mood yep. and they don't know why and they want to release it, mm-hmm. you go... Oh, pop this on, yep. and then start pointing around, and they go, 
oh, I want to fucking snap you. <laughs> and you're like, perfect, Merry Christmas. Well, one of those, I think James Sicily could come in one of those punching bags that you punch and it comes back up again, so you get the chance to punch it again. You don't have to hurt a relative. Yeah, but they, they exist, so what you need is like um, a James Sicily like, uh, chip in it so it talks to you. Yeah, yeah, it gets so a lippy. Gobs yeah. off. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure. So you can call it a flog. And you can only take it down if it's a baseball bat. So you've yes, really got to right. give a good swing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, obviously uh, it is coming up to the draft period. Very shortly, we're going to be joined by our tra- our draft guru. Yep. Craig Coombs is going to be coming up on the show very shortly. But before we get to that... He's going to go through his top 10, so get your forms out, guys, if you're going to bet. No, you know there's a competition on the AFL website that if you get the top 10 in order, mm-hmm. you... Uh, I don't know what you win. I think you get uh, games for Gold Coast. You get one ticket to Marvel Stadium next year. <laughs> yes, that's right. No, there's a competition. If you get the 10 in the right order, mm-hmm. then you get some sort of prize. So I would uh, back Coombsy in on that. Yeah, sure. knows his shit. Craig's going to run us through his life and time. Support. So, uh, yeah, the top 10 from yep. 10 to 1. It's yes. going to be great. Now, let's stay with Hawthorne. Some, um, oh, cool. The... The great man, your your best mate in the MCC. Ah, uh, yes, we get we we've had a few people send this one to us. Yeah. thank you very much for keeping an e, an e, eagle eye out for us. JGD, what's he doing? JGD, he's uh, getting behind a great cause. Actually, Fantastic yeah, there's, cause. there's no there's nothing wrong with the uh, idea of the cause. It's yep. the action that is possibly the worst idea I've ever heard of. Yeah, for sure. Now, JJD hasn't come up a great deal on the pod of late just by the fact I haven't seen him at the game. So for people out there who are new to, new to the show and haven't listened to the back catalogue, what would happen that I would go to the MCG to watch my beloved Hawthorne play? Yep. Quite regularly, JGG. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Whereabouts in the MCG to the new listeners? Where uh, do you stand in the uh, MCG? If you're watching TV, yeah. uh, roughly in the half forward flank on okay, the left. Really? Yeah. And w- how much are tickets into that <laughs> particular? That's 650 Very... bucks a year, mate. So okay. fuck off. Now, um, then, uh, so JGD. No, it's who 650 is... bucks a year plus the thousands of dollars that went into your private school education. That also, <laughs> he, uh, also known as Jack Gunston's dad. Yes. Okay. And so Ray Gunston, he would stand often in the same standing bay as me. I haven't seen him for a couple of years now, so I'm worried sick. Yeah. I was worried sick until I saw this wonderful news for the uh, on Movember, the Movember website. But he's already he already is Movember. He is he should be the head of Movember. Well, that's the thing. He has a rather stylish mo mm. that he's carried around for a long time. Can I read out his message, please? So, for the people out there, Movember, if you don't know, um, organisation to raise money for prostate cancer research, uh, and also people will grow a moustache. Yes. For the month, and people will sponsor you. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes people just grow up to look like a fuckwit and yes. don't get sponsors. Yes, often walking around the inner city of um, of you know Melbourne, Sydney, you're yeah. not sure is that a hipster yeah. or is that someone in November. Yes, and so people raise money uh, and then at the end of the month they shave it off. It's for a great cause. So Ray's written this message on his Movember page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had a moustache for nearly forty years. No moustache, capital letters. Take it seriously. For nearly forty years, it's fair, it's fair to say it's become part of me. In fact, most people, including my wife and kids, have never seen me without one. So this November, I'm doing something a little different. Big risk. Instead of growing a mo, again, capital M, mm. I'm prepared to shave mine off. But I'm not. But if I'm going to do this, I'll need your help. If we collectively raise, raise 50,000 people for the Movember Foundation as an AFL team, I'm prepared to lose my mo. For those who don't know, the Movember Foundation is a leading charity, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, so he's saying he's going the other way. Instead of... Growing the mo, yeah, he's already got it. He, he knows wants what to, to do. Shave off his famous mo. The target is tw- fifty grand, and he's up to twelve. 
Okay, so where he's got a bit over a week and a bit. So obviously everyone is listening to this. Uh, maybe maybe he's more than that, actually. Maybe maybe he's close to thirty. But junk time as we say, get on there and support him. Yes, definitely. I think if you type in Ray uh, Ray Gunston into the Movember website, you probably find him. Yes, don't type in JGD because that, no, that, that won't may come not come up. up. <laughs> but like, I, I, like it's for a great cause. Don't get me wrong. But here it comes. We don't need to lose the great Mo. Shave the head. Maybe. If you you know how much I'd pay for JJD's pubes, because <laughs> obviously a lot of people wouldn't have seen him without pubes for a long time as well. I mean, I'm hoping these kids haven't seen him without <laughs> pubes in forty years. So I'd pay a lot for that. But good on him for getting into that. Yeah, he should donate that though. Don't just shave it off. Like that belongs in a museum. Yeah, hmm. underneath the MCG, the sports museum. There, we should put that there. Perhaps that marks. You know, they um, put it in a plaque on the ground, like the um, the stars on Hollywood Boulevard. Here marks Ray, uh, Ray JJD's uh, mustache. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. T- I haven't been there for a few years now, and I remember they had a hologram Warney and a hologram Hurdy. At the MCG, talking about their life and times. Have they updated the Hurdy one? Well, that's the thing. I don't know if they still have it. So Hurdy was talking about his time in the two thousand grand fine, I believe. And, and now he, he just talks about uh, cacao chocolate. Yeah, it's not <laughs> commercial. Yeah, it's very weird. But should they add the hologram of Ray Gunston mm. shaving off the Mo and talking about the Mo's experiences during the journey? Because the Mo would have seen a lot, wouldn't it? Oh, the Mo. Well, I mean, it's been there forty years since seventy eight. How many football clubs has? Uh, Ray Gunston been through because he's an administrator, isn't he? I think it's only Essendon he'd been through. I think initially he was at Tattersalls, maybe kind of did quite well then, and then he got oh. called in to be acting CEO at Essendon when they had the troubles. Yep, and then he got tapped on the shoulder and headed off to the big wigs at the AFL, which I imagine is why I don't see him standing anymore. I imagine he has a, a oh, seat he's up, up in the, the glass, yeah, behind the well, glass, yeah. okay. Because um, he just watched, not watching the game, no. just watching the reflection of his mo <laughs> in the window. Why wouldn't he? And also, the people out there, here's the thing, Adam. A lot of people, fantastic cause, fantastic cause, fantastic cause. People have given money. Yeah. Some some organisations, like, will put their name. That's fine, completely fine. Or people on behalf of the organisation will put their name. Where's this going? When you donate for things like this, people yes. do a fun run or something like that, yep. do you put your name or do you put anonymous? Uh, I think I tend to put anonymous. Yeah, I'm because I'm, you know, I'm such a philanthropist. I'm with you. I don't want people knowing how much I give if it's small, and I don't want yeah. people to know how much I give if it's large. Well, because you can, um, it's tax deductible over two dollars. So for two fifty, but do you tax deduct it? Uh, I reckon I might. You fucking low dog. Well, mate, you I'm helping out the country. You that money. You give that money. Yeah, but they get it all, and I get a little bit back. It's worth it for no. me. That's why. That's the only reason I donate. I don't even look at the fo- the you causes. Dog. That's why I donate up to a hundred thousand dollars a time because that that money then is clean, Michael. That's yeah. my. That's the way I launder. Yep. Is okay. through is through November and other great causes. So get on board and um, get into it. Someone who's moving on to another part of their life. Oh, it's devastating. It's very devastating. Are you thinking of what I'm thinking of? New <laughs> segue. Brendan Goddard? Yes, BJ. BJ, yeah. He's going to the... He's moving to the golf... Well, he's still still holding out hope because there's still the delisted free agents draft, which we all love. Oh, I'm edge of our seat. I mean, we don't really know why we're getting Craig in to talk about the actual draft. Yeah, (laughs) it should be about the delisted free agents. But uh, BJ has accepted that he may not be able to play at a third club anymore. Yeah, after a long and storied career. Absolutely. He was... In 2010, when he kind of uh, got the Saners back into that grand final, he was at his absolute peak, and he was a absolutely, gun. Absolutely, absolutely. He was yeah. a gun. But now uh, he's, he's accepted that... Because probably the last team he could have gone to 
was the Gold Coast. People were saying, what about Carlton? Do they need, you know, and it's like, well, we don't need another backman. We need midfield depth, so we don't need him. Yep, sure. And the Gold Coast were just like, it doesn't fit our age demo and he is not bad a player, so we don't want him. Mm -hmm. So he's going, well, fuck all of you. I'm going to become a caddy. Become a caddy. Do we know which golf club he is a caddy at? Uh, I don't... No, 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 he's not... I'm uh, oh, sorry, Adam. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was a question without notice. Yes, please. I'm but sorry. I have an answer to that. I'm sorry. No, he doesn't just go like... Are you thinking he's just like at uh, Royal Park Golf Course? Or yeah, what? that's. I thought that's how caddies work. I didn't know they work, they work different circuits. No, he works for a golfer. Uh, Mark Fraser is the golfer that he works for. So he just travels around with him. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he said, I've caddied... He's caddied before... And he asked him if he had anyone for the Australian Open and the PGA, and he did. But he didn't have anyone in Hong Kong. So he said he'd love to have me. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so he gets to travel around being the caddy. And so he'll stand beside uh, Mark Fraser, and they'll be like, how far to the pin? He'll go, uh, 140, I reckon you use like a, you know, a seven iron from here. Mm -hmm. And then when it goes sailing over the green, the BJ just wheels around on him and fucking points. Yeah, and gives him an almighty spray. What the fuck are you doing, you fucking piece of shit? Yeah, and empties I came the... all the way to Hong Kong for this shit. <laughs> and empties the bag on him and then just storms off. Because wasn't BJ playing off like a one handicap or was it even par even? Yeah, yeah, I think he's like an absolute jet. Yeah. So, you know, he's got a bit of a career ahead of him. Good on him, man. You know who he should caddy for? Who do you reckon? Angus Brayshaw. And Andrew Gaff. Andrew Gaff. Yeah, because apparently they've uh, they've made peace on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, they broke bread at the golf course. Mm. Which is the place to do it. Usually you get like a, a pie mm -hmm. after you've finished your round. But uh, yeah, they went out there. That would have been... Um, because remember there was that talk that after he smashed him yep. in the face, or, you know, Brayshaw ducked and copped it in the mouth. Lent into it, yeah. But they were saying that, oh, that you know, it's unbelievable because they played golf together, and they never had. Mm. But now uh, Hamish, the brother who plays with... Andrew Gaff said, come on, let's all go out there and let's let's be cool. Let's be friends, yeah. The golf course. So Gaff bought Brayshaw's mum flowers. That's one thing when yes. you apologise. Yep. And so what are we now? What That happened in maybe August? Yeah, that'd now, be right. in November, they're playing golf together. Yeah. So it took a while to get them together. Yeah, but do you think Andrew Gaff, I mean, he bought flowers for the mum. Is that enough? Like, how much does he have to do? Like, did he pay for the round? Did he hire... Well, that's what I was wondering as well. Like, you know, someone a member and they let them in or like, you know, is it a... Did they hire a caddy? Someone, I mean, Brayshaw, you know, shouldn't have to carry his own bag. No. Get a little um, little car, one of those little buggies. When they broke bread, who chewed it for Andrew yeah, Brayshaw? Yeah, to put it into his mouth yeah, like a bird. Th yeah, little things like that. Was he looked after? Did he supply all of uh, Brayshaw's balls? Yeah, well, that's all the thing. Teams? If Brayshaw goes into the, into into the, the rough. rough, yeah, or the water even, oh. does Gaff go, don't worry about it, here's mine? Yes. And also, more importantly, who won? It doesn't like, say. Surely, surely Brayshaw gets to win that one, even if he, if he might be a worse golfer than Gaff. Surely, if Brayshaw has like a 12 on hole three, Gaff yeah. is like, call three. Yeah. No, that was good. I didn't see those last nine. I didn't <laughs> yeah, see yeah. And do they call like, is that round of golf called the Derby or the Derby? Uh, so it's little things like that that you just, they just, you know, it's not in there in the, um, in the article. And when he yells out four, does Andrew Brayshaw go, would have been nice if you had fucking done that on the golf course. So yeah, I could see it yeah. coming. No, he was at four. He goes, no, it was eight, T. You yeah, low fucking dog. Now, uh, you know how I was just talking about the delisted free agents uh, trade uh, draft, whatever they call it. And some big names, Michael, some big, big names have gone in that. Mm -hmm. uh, none bigger than uh, ex-Geelong now Gold Coast, Jordan Murdoch. Ah, yes. 
is now um, with the uh, with the goal. He couldn't get another contract. Daniel Mantle went to Sydney. That yep. was another one who That's went, right. Who yeah, there was a bit of, bit of controversy when he got dropped off. People were a bit kind of umming and ahhing. But then now he's now lucky he has found a, a club at uh, Sydney. But he's got no forward line pressure. Even though he kicks 45 goals a year. That's what can, people were saying. He, yeah, tackle, saying he, he doesn't tackle, but he kicks, kicks goals. Yeah, yeah so that was the, it was the balance, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so Geelong have gone, but well, we don't need him. We've got Gary Rowan now. And... Luke Dalhouse. Mm-hmm. See you later, Dan Menzel. Yeah. It's everyone keeps giving him one-year contracts. That's tough, isn't it? Well, to kind of work out where you're going to be the next year, to plan ahead. You know, you might own mm. a property and you go, do I renovate? I don't know if I'll have the cash next year. Internet? You go on a lot more than one-year yeah, deal? Yeah, you go, oh, should I buy an iPhone? Two-year contract. Fuck, I don't know. Dodo are going to be on me. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's buying Nokia 3210s because he can't have a two-year deal on a sure. phone. I mean, Fox sell? Oh, you know, you know how, how, much they, how difficult it is to disconnect your Foxtel. Well, he's been on one-year deal, so whoever moves into his place in Geelong now... Could tap into it. Mate, they're going to be set up. Yeah, you got sure. fucking internet, you've got mm-hmm. Foxtel, you've probably got Apple <laughs> TV up there. Tell you what, get on Dan Menzel. If you, if you uh, are in Sydney and you know that Dan Menzel needs a housemate, move in with him and make sure you sign a two-year contract <laughs> because you are getting a sweet deal when he moves back to Melbourne. That is going to be great. But back to Jordan Murdoch. Digress. And he said, um, when he was talking about why he went to Geelong, and he was talking about, you know, he was talking about, uh, you know, with his wife, whether or not they should, um, you know, end up at the Gold Coast. And he said, but we were blown away and we'd pretty much made our decision by the time we got back to the airport to fly back to Melbourne. So they're on holidays. And he said, a clean start is probably what I want as well to get out of the Melbourne fishbowl and enjoy helping set up a culture. Now, I put it to you. If Jordan Murdoch walked up to you... (laughs) And said, G'day, Michael Chamberlain. Love junk time. I play for Geelong. How are you going? Do sure. you want access to the inner sanctum? Sure. All you're going to do is say my name at the front gate. Uh-huh. And you would say? Excuse me, sir. How do you know my name? <laughs> <laughs> like, sadly, like... And look for a policeman. People are walking down the street at Geelong going, it's fucking... It's Jordan Murdoch. Yeah, gotcha. Like, he's just getting peppered. Get out of yeah. the way, Gary. You're in the way of Jordan Murdoch. I want to talk to him. He's going, i got to get out of here. i got to get myself to the Gold Coast where I will never get recognised again because that has never happened anyway. To anyone at the Gold Coast at all. Yeah. So he's... Um, so, you know, he's going to be a big fish up there. And especially yeah, for sure. How many times do you reckon Jordan Murdoch, Murdoch goes into a shop and they come up to the counter and he goes, they go, name. And he's like, mate. Yeah, come on. <laughs> No, seriously. No. Well, so he's... Mate, Jordan. And surname? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Murd. Murd what? Murdo, they call me. How do you spell that? Yeah. Murdo, with the C-H on the end. Bad time for him to go up. Like, in the middle, start of school this week, he's heading up to the Goldie now. Oh, awesome. He's going to get fucking mobbed. Yeah. Those kids would just be like, is that Jordan, Mur- Jordan oh, Murdoch? Oh, like, shit. Should we go back to the beach and try and pash heaps of chicks? Oh, no, shit. no, that's Jordan Murdoch. Oh, Let's shit. just hang out at the... 4D oh, cinema. Shit. I'm chewing my jaw off with excitement. <laughs> it's excitement, Your Honour. It was excitement. So anyway, if you're uh, on the Gold Coast for school, is take it out to Jordan Murdoch for us. Hey, uh, we got a football in real life, Adam. Hit me. We've got one from Anthony here. Uh, as I was driving to Bangalore Showgrounds to help my son set up his coffee van for tomorrow's market, we saw former Collingwood Brisbane, now Collingwood recruit Dame Beams. Beamsy. Exiting the Bottolo. Did not determine what he was purchasing. That's Bangalore. a shame. That's what. What? All right. Surely, namesake, got to be Beam. Yeah, actually, that, that, I didn't even think. But he looks but like a Beam s- kind of guy. I was going to say, Burb, he's got an yeah. Australian flag on his arm. Yeah, he's absolutely. Fucking bourbon all the way. Yeah. They would have given that to him. That would have been you're Dame Beams. Do you know Jordan Murdoch? <laughs> the only thing I could think for the Australian flag on the arm, maybe Bundy. He might be patriotic in that regard. 
okay. Mm. I hear what you're saying. But I think uh, surely Beam Beams, you got to. He has to. He should be yeah. sponsored by Jim Beam. They're missing. I, mean, I know it's Beams. Uh. Yeah, sure. But if, what if he took the S off for a game? If he was Dane Beam, or put the S on the end of S, Dane's Beam, and, you know, it, fuck, marketing options. Anyway, if, if you work at uh, Coca-Cola, get on to uh, Dane Beams. Have a chat to him. Uh, Bangalore is a hipster village 10 kilometres west of Byron. As I scrolled through Twitter this evening, I noticed Jude Bolton is at Byron Bay Nines. Don't know if Dwayne Dane was there as well. Hope your summer is treating well. Thank you, Anthony. It's very kind of you. Fantastic. Bit of a shame we didn't find out what Beamsy drinks. If anyone out there... If anyone out there knows what Beamsy drinks, get on to us. Yeah. And we can see if we can... Um, we see, we can, see if we can get him a crate. <laughs> send, it, <laughs> send it down to the uh, Collingwood Club. Now, I was flying up to uh, Sydney recently. Now, this isn't... This is, I think, it was a footballer in real life, but I wasn't really sure. So I'm sitting on the, um, sitting on the bloody... Uh, on the bloody plane, mm-hmm. getting ready to fly. And this guy comes along, and I thought it was Henry Playfair, and I looked it up online, and it wasn't. But it was, I'm positive it was another footballer. Didn't know who he was. He was wearing a long sleeve white top, and it had a big picture of Heath Grundy on the front. What an interesting choice of fashion. Yeah, and I thought, Bucks Day, Bucks something, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, we've all got your face on the front. Isn't it yep. fucking hilarious? Yep. Know, so the cops know who we are when they're after us. And then, so we were uh, getting ready to disembark when we landed in Sydney, and um, he left his laptop next to us, and he wasn't going to grab it. And I said, oh, you forgot your laptop. Oh, I thought you were going to look through it to work out who he was. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. Super slith, Adam. Uh, Wait, what are you doing on the laptop? I'm just checking who you are so I can report back to thousands of people on a podcast. Oh, cool. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Keep going. You be you. And I said to him, why do you have Heath Grundy on your top? And he said, he's my man. What a legend. Oh, really? And that was it. And then I kind of went, all right, well, I was waiting for an explanation. He gave me donuts. So why are you wearing a T-shirt with me on your... Well, because mine says on the back, he's my man, what a fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the back, it said, uh, like in blocky writing, Teddy Richards Fan Club in support of Reg and a big 39 on the back. Okay. So so that's why I put it down that he was a Sydney either uh, player and or ex, uh, ex-player and or coach now. That feels like a Bucksy kind of thing to do. But, but organised by wear, Teddy Richards. But then do you wear the Bucks outfit on the plane Beyond or do you that? change into that? Well, you know what? It's a very footy club kind of thing to do, I reckon. So, I yes, I do think it uh, is a thing. And I'm just going to have a look up at the Sydney Swans uh, coaches here online. And no, it's, he wasn't a coach, so maybe he didn't work with the Swans. Maybe he's just an old friend. Of uh, a bloody a bloody Reg Grundy, you know, Adam Ike's. I'm going to take him at his word. I'm going to take him that he's just a big fan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and that he knows that Teddy Richards has a fan club in support of him. Yep, yep. I reckon that's where I'm going to go with that. Well, I guess maybe it's part of the marketing. You know, Hawthorne's got their their mullets. It's all part of it. Sydney's got their weird fucking Reg Grundy support clubs. Teddy stuff. Richards fan club. Yep. Yeah. Him, his brother. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to hit the road. But Craig is next. Coming up. We are joined for the third year in a row. What do you reckon, Craig? Yep, third. Third year in a row for his draft preview for mm. 2018. We're welcoming our former AFL recruiter for Port Adelaide and Hawthorne spy <laughs> during our premiership years. Uh, it's uh, Mr. Craig Coombs. Craig, welcome again. Hello, Jamie. How are you going? Thank you. Thank you, Rosie, too. Thank you, mate. I, we, I want to kick off by asking you about... It was, it was a great grand final we saw, but Collingwood's was built on basically 
young kids that were just moving the ball so quickly. And they, be, they became like that prototype sort of team that was just like Richmond was last year, but just fast, move the ball, you know, like Dugowie, Stevenson, all those youngsters. Do you reckon that's the way teams are going to be looking at it for next year? Is it's, that the new game style, do you think? It's the perfect game style now for what these guys are built to do. They're all... I'd say there's more athletes than footballers still. I, I still reckon they're going down that path as pure footballers. And yep. that, that game style suits it. Uh, with the rules that are now coming into place as well, geez, you're going to have to be quick. With those new rules. You're going to have to be real fast. So you reckon that does change what a recruiter, what oh. the recruiters are looking for? Jeez, in a heartbeat. So the, the playing on straight from full back. Correct. And how... If you're a recruiter, are you? Did the, did the recruiters have any inside info that that might have been coming? Like, did the AFL say look for speed or anything? Or well, particular clubs even be lobbying for it? Uh, so some would really be pushing for it because that's what their list is built on, yeah. and they're good at doing that. So they know it does change the way you draft a little bit, and yep. also with looking forward. And again, like as predicted twelve months ago by us, the live trading. Yes, by the way. Yep. Well done, boys. Well done. Congratulations on that. Um, and that, again, will also have an impact, those, those two things. So you're right. Absolutely, you're right. Do you want to take us briefly through the live trading thing just to get people to get their head around it? Well, up until last Friday, you still could have offered deals. Um, so that's now stopped. But when, when, trading, when um, trade night kicks in, a club will then be able to jump in and offer the next team on the board a trade. Mm-hmm. A, 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 it may be for a player or maybe that pick. So, uh, for example, say Adelaide wants pick two. Yep. And they've got to get that from the Gold Coast. Yep. How do they go about that? Obviously, for their pick, which is like 10, I think. Um, yeah, uh, I think you're right. Nine or 10, yep. And how, okay, how, how could they go about getting pick either nine. two or three? Because they, they want either Rankine or Lacocious. So, so to Port Adelaide. So this is going to be a massive bidding war, which is already happening. They, they'll be throwing, the word I heard was throwing tables at the Gold Coast to get this deal done. Yep. Up and I can't remember how many minutes they're given, but they're only given a certain few minutes. But look, we all know that those talks, <laughs> while they officially finish Friday, have or, yeah, already happened. Yeah. They're still going. There's no doubt. If, if, if both of those clubs have given up, mm. they're not doing their job properly. They should be just right up to the last minute just trying to think of something to get those picks. How, how would they get them? Like Gold Coast is going, <laughs> well, fuck off. Uh, yeah. We earned them because we were really shit. <laughs> Correct. And that's what they should do. Yeah. But let's just play the game and tease everyone. And let, yeah, we'll listen. Yep. You're going to have to offer us a grandfather, a godfather offer. Not grandfather, I'm the grandfather. A godfather offer to get them. Can they use next year's first rounder? They can use whatever they want. So they can say, we'll give you uh, our pick 10 for this year and yep. whatever our first rounder is for next year. And I think that's going to be a part of a tool that they'll try to use. But I wouldn't be... I think everyone knows that next year's draft is not going to be as good as this year's. Oh, it's a super draft, this one. It, it, it really is this time. And Are I'm, you excited I'm, by it? Oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> this one goes deep. Like, I reckon first 15 are pretty good. First 25 are real good. I mean, you're going to get a... I reckon you're going to get a gun in the 30s. And I reckon all these all these guys we're going to see in the first seven or eight... Yep. If you look back at last year's, when I remember we said, oh, I think it's a bit thin. Yep. We can prove that because Stevenson was yep. the first guy to get a rising star nom as a draftee from last year in round seven, wasn't it? Out the first ten, if you think about... I should have brought the list, but they're all guys who were either second years, who'd been injured or whatever, mm-hmm. or like that um, the bloke from Frickin' Crows, you know? Dodie, been on the list four years. He got a nomination. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Kelly got a nomination. Mature age. Um, 
Yeah, okay. So what you're saying is they were, they were so skinny and little last year, it took them ages. And we knew they... that. That was going to be the point. I, I thought, geez, anyone could pick someone late and get a steal because early on, you're scratching. You're, you're still question marks over some of those guys early from last year, I reckon. And in, even in the BNFs, if you look at all the club BNFs, I, th- I don't know. Stevenson didn't finish in top 10 at Collingwood, I don't think, yet he won the Rising Star. I think Norton finished fourth yep. in the Bulldogs. Not a bad get. Yeah. And I think he was the only kid in the top 10 BNF. Kelly got second, but he's a 23 mature age. Paddy and Dow, I reckon, might have featured in Carlton's did top he? 10. I. I can have a look, but I would have said okay, because of I'm because of Carlton. <laughs> well, I, I should have finished. I it. came ninth. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Carlton came yeah. second. I think Willie Rioli finished tenth in in West Coast, but again, whatever. But but these kids this year, I'll guarantee you, whatever club they go to, these first ten, I'll go here if they don't finish in the club's top ten. It, don't worry what club you're talking about. These guys are Jets. A lot of these guys would have played this year and got games in clubs. Easily a 17-year-old's and played well. What's your call on Tony Shaw's suggestion that the draft age should be um, put up to 19? I've always thought that to get school out of the way because I reckon it does interfere with kids' brains. Of course it does, if, yeah. Tell me if you knew you were going to be draft. I know what I'd be doing. Mate, I did fuck all. I didn't even have a career to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you knew you were going to be a top 10 draft pick at age 16, right? Yeah. Just wind it back 15, 16 Thank years. Thank you, mate. I appreciate okay. that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what would you have done? Oh, mate, all I would have done was just would have been, a, I would have gone to bed with a footy. Like, you're not even, yeah. why would you even bother with your high school? And the teacher says something, and you go, it's all right, you know, wave to, I'll wave to you when I'm playing at the MCG next time, teacher, yeah. don't worry about it. You just worry about the other kids, do you? What are they like in terms of the people going through year 12? Are there, how, how on the proportion, how many of them actually commit and want to do well in VCE? Oh, a heap of them do now because the clubs are very diligent. They want good humours, they mm. want whatever. But you go back. So, you know, your day. Adam's, yeah. yeah the, black, cl- black the clubs and white aren't era. doing that. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't doing that sort of diligence, at, you know, what the weather like at school and all that. Where now they go interview school teachers, they get everything because they want. Yeah. And the kids know it. They know it. So they do work well at school and, you know, they do the right thing. And that's, again, with some of these guys who look at them and think, you've just got leadership written all over now. You, you know, you can see you're going to lead a club sometimes. It's, it's, it's really good. Well, <laughs> Dan Hanabry, Dan Hanabry played when he was in year 12. I oh, you did too, f- you're right. Cannot get my head around that. Could you <laughs> imagine running up against some of those beasts at Holy 17 fuck. in a bit? <laughs> Especially when I was coming through. We would have got your head kicked in in you 92. You would become an outside kid, <laughs> would you? Yeah, absolutely. Very yeah, outside. How outside? Yeah. yeah, third row. Yeah, I think those people back in when Cyril was in year 12 at Scotch and you go, and you see your highlight tapes on, you know, on YouTube and stuff where you see running around. And you go, yeah. what the fuck were the other kids thinking, you know? Just, who, no, who, what is this guy? Yeah. yeah. They clapped watching Cyril play. Some of his opponents were like, how cool was that? <laughs> I, was at, I, I was a game of Scotch when I went to see him recruit. And when I was hot recruit with Graham Wright when we went different ends of the ground to watch him play. And first two minutes, he'd done something magical. And I'm sure when I kissed from the other side, it's like high-fiving him. Like, <laughs> He's like, oh, wrong team. You know? Was he on anyone else's radar aside from Hawthorne? Everyone should have been. But the the issue that game that I went to, he'd done his hamstring. Uh-huh. So at the quarter time, I remember Wrighty coming up at I think a halftime round well. So we've seen eight minutes of him. Yeah, pick him. <laughs> How special. And then I think it worried other people that... He's a bit susceptible to it. Yeah. And and also he, he interviewed quite shyly <laughs> and they were worried about that, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Some teams. Yes. Sometimes it can be a... What did you tell what him? What have you to heard? No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> that noise. No, no. You heard something. <laughs> no, no. I've, 
I've heard stories, well and truly, and I've not been part. No, I haven't been part of it. Yeah. But I remember advising someone how to answer questions once. And oh. what that might help him and get him to where I wanted him <laughs> to get. And yeah, he gotcha. Got, he and got so, there. And so we're not saying. <laughs> he has a few round his neck. We're not. We're not saying <laughs> you've done anything, but we're also saying I'm like calling collusion. What kind of questions would someone in your world ask, and to try and get people to a direction, like say. Uh, heck, I don't know. You, I want to go to uh, Perth. I want to go to a Perth team. What do you say? It can be also how you uh, act is the other thing. And I remember a Perth guy who was interviewed by a Melbourne club, when they came in to interview him, he's slouching in the seat. Oh, this is no good for, <laughs> for uh, podcasting. Yeah. Had his arms folded and whatnot as two recruiting officers came in. Didn't stand. And just, yeah. And I'm, is that right? Well done. And then I remember that club walking out going, Geez, that was a bad interview. How about you? Yeah, cop the same thing. Oh, okay. Here are the, the alarm bells. So, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Carpenter. Mm. <laughs> that's a little bit obvious when that's happening. Yep. And then um, the one if you're interstate, if, if, if a touring club's interviewing interstate, if the player has a partner, her answer, or his these days, has to be. I don't care where he plays, I'll follow him everywhere, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. And that was to make sure those words are said in the interview. Do not let the partner say or even exude any, oh, you know, because oh, he's going back to maybe if he came from Adelaide, mm. he's going back to Adelaide in two years. It must be incredibly hard. Like uh, Stuart Jew must be now sitting down with potential draftees and just like he must have to paint the best picture that has ever been painted of for club. any club yeah. franchise in the history of of all time, because if they're fucked in two years, the club's going to fold and all the players are going to want to want out. Exactly right. And now, it, I, it's perfectly put. How is he going to sell the club? How's he going to do it? Oh, really? What angle do you think he could take? I don't know. I've actually thought of this. Apart from King putt, putt, obviously. <laughs> well, is there movie world tickets? Yeah, a um, bunch of that went wild, obviously. Uh, I've thought of all that sort of stuff. 4D cinema, they've got an extra dimension up there. I wouldn't... Um, I don't know. I've honestly thought, what can you do? And I, I don't know. I, how are you going to sell it? How are you going to be assured of selling to these kids? We will be here in two years. We won't be in Tassie. And how, how are they going to do it? I really don't know. I mean, I guess the, the best thing he can do at the moment is saying, we are back to scratch. And you guys, you know, because they're going to get, what, three, what have they got, three top Two, five? three, six. Yeah. So you're going to have three jets straight up mm -hmm. and we think we can turn it around really quickly and we want you guys to all do it together and come through. And maybe that's the way. Is he, does he draft a couple of South Australians together so they don't get homesick? Oh, yeah, that's got to be. Yeah. Um, and I've actually heard a little bit of a whisper somewhere that um, Rankin has an older brother, 22-year-old, I think he is, playing South Adelaide. Rookie in, maybe. Are there any is jets? that right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Are there any jets in that top list who are from the Gold Coast area? That would make things easier? Uh, no. Does it, again, I think you're right. I think let's pitch it as you could be the guys who rescue this club and save this club. Imagine yep. how good you're going to be. And then maybe in seven years when you want to go home, you're going to be able to rake in whatever because you have rescued this club. Yeah, yeah. imagine lifting the cup in front of a MCG of 1,000 people. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit rich. Yeah. 1,000. They ain't going to come that far. But I was watching, I was reading uh, through an article and they were talking about um, some of the questions that, that they, you know, they get during the interviews. Yep. And one thing that Collingwood does is to ask players to liken themselves to a fruit and their reasons why. 
Okay. So it's like, what sort of fruit are you? And Connor Rosa, Connor Rosie answered an orange because he was tough on the outside and soft on the inside. Mm. And I just want to pick him up on that and say that uh, they're not fucking tough on the outside. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever thrown a uh, an orange. They explode, you fucking idiot. Are you sure they're questions from an AFL recruiter or just questions from an episode of Blind Date? <laughs> well, this other guy, uh, Norwood's Luke Valente said, I think I said I was a watermelon because I was tough and had a bit of a sweet... A bit of sweet stuff on the inside or something. I don't know. Do you reckon, what, what would the reason be behind those oh, kind of questions, Craig? Testing the kids' brains. I don't know, just to see how, if some of them can react quickly and answer it or some who think and have to, like, you know, and then who, the other thing, if they can give a reason. Mm-hmm. So it's about reasoning. I do know the, the one that Port used to ask, or, or, or another club maybe, where you'd put a footy and say, righto, the two of you, first one to that footy gets drafted. What are you going to do? And the kid's like, I'll just run faster. Yeah, but what if the other, you know, would you, what if you slipped and the other guy's a yard in front of you? Would you ankle tap him? Whatever. Uh, very interesting. What would you do? What's the right answer? Oh, oh gouge his fucking eyes out before we left the yeah, chair. Correct. Anything you, uh, my, I would say, I'd do anything I had to to get that footy. That's how much it means. Like, even cheat or do something wrong? Yep. <laughs> And then you're worried whether the clubs, are, you know, you can see the kids yeah, going, absolutely. oh, now they're going to think I'm a cheat yeah. or, or they're going to love me. Yeah. And the kids walk away not knowing the right answer. And the right answer is just do whatever you have to do. Just get, do whatever you can. This is your, you realise your whole life. And I know a, a coach would sit down with kids and go, you should walk away a millionaire now from the game. Yeah. So if that means that much to you to get a footy, to play AFL footy and also walk away a millionaire... I'll gouge uh, your eyes out in a heartbeat too, Chamber. So what if <laughs> I'm a prospective number one pick and I say, if he's quicker than me, he's quicker than me? Do I go down to 58? Yeah, go on, mate. Yeah, how far do you <laughs> slip? How, far, how, far, how much damage can an interview do for you? Uh, I absolutely know that a handshake cost a guy, well, cost a guy possibly being rookie by a club. A soft handshake? And, and didn't a look him in one? the eye. And I know the person turned and said, Cross him off the list. He can't even look me on and shake my hands like a man not interested. A- abs- I, I'll, well, I don't know how you do. Yeah. yeah. It was for a rookie spot. So, okay. yeah. And this guy actually never got taken and I never heard of it. But he had a fairly good championship. Yep. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can see a little bit of in him. Yeah, but it's just like, well, if you can't look me in the eyes and shake my hands, no. Well, funny, seriously, that was probably 10 years ago. So It's funny you mentioned the cheating thing because another thing Collingwood asked was they asked um, players... <laughs> to pretend they were one of the banned Aussie trio and respond to the situation of being caught cheating. So, um, oh, the, cricket oh, the crickets, yeah. yeah. Lukosius said when the oh. tampering social uh, scandal went down, they asked me to be David Warner in a press conference after it all happened. Mm-hmm. So he just <laughs> did he told them all, no, called them all cunts. <laughs> so they did a mock, almost a mock press conference. Yeah, and he had to pretend he was David Warner. That's awesome. Yeah, so he would have walked off sooking. So that's the thing, though. Like, I mean, obviously those pe- press conferences uh, were quite famous for the crying. Is the idea that you you cry? Do you show? Are you showing remorse? Or I'd something? say you show remorse. Yeah. Well, the, it's you, a weird one. You've got to you got to hope for your own actions. That's what club. Like. So you're a responsible person here. That's good. Ah, uh, yeah, I did it. Take it up. Take it by myself. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what I, I think. That's what they happen when you hear about these sessions at the clubs where you stand up and you're mm. like, right. And they said, all right, it's my fault. I made the mistake. I'm sorry. It won't happen again, boys. Yep, I'll train harder. Yep, I'll do that. And those, what do they call them, sessions, you know? 
Oh, the like leading the teams. leading teams. Yeah, 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 Are yeah. you saying, Craig, that maybe you might have to put your hand up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his teammates will get around him <laughs> after that. What if I mean, if Lacocious if Lacocious gets that wrong, he goes, "I'm not a fucking actor. He's not moving in the draft." No, he's not. <laughs> he can say whatever no, he no, wanted to. No, no. These, these, these are for guys I reckon that are on the edge. That they're thinking about thinking him or him yeah. struck match. Jeez, I don't know. Yeah, that's when they. There's no way if Lukosius walked in and said, "I'm not answering that question. I don't want to be here. See you later." If I was a toast, all right, Jack, uh, would you like a lift? Uh, <laughs> can I get you yep. uh, a new house car? Uh, I mean, we'll yeah. not let do that anymore, obviously. No, obviously. Can I and come in and butter up, just, you know, have a meeting and just say, you know, here's a bottle of wine, like just as a, you know, oh. token of my appreciation? But they'd be like... Not to say no, like no. that's a, not to say that's a bribe or anything, but just like, I'm a nice person, I've got a gift for you. Oh, like the player presents that <laughs> Yeah, to like if you've come, you know, yeah, say you've no, come to my house, no, no, you know, that have that. Jeez, uh, <laughs> I want to say something. Yeah, AFL so. Integrity Black Ops would be all mm. over that. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's not like the... Um, you know, I have to declare stuff. Would you like to get that for you there? Oh, I like that. <laughs> and what about like when they were interviewing Jack Watts? Did they say, Ooh. what do you like? Do you like swimming and? And then he just went <laughs> bang. And they went, he was quick. He's number one. We want this kid. Yes, the man who knows what he likes. Well, <laughs> yes. well, why don't we get into the top ten? How do you feel about that? Yeah, easy one, isn't it? Okay. We nailed through this last year, by the way. We did remember. How many we did we did. get out? How many did we get out of the top ten so last year? Yeah, we didn't do great. We got eight out of ten. Oh, jeez. I know. We I'm, better lift our game this oh, year. It's your fault, Jack. Come <laughs> on. Do you have something to tell us? You should have worked a bit harder. You know those sort of things. Come I know. Right. Okay, oh, I'll get in front of the group. I put my hand up, guys. Yeah. Excellent. But you know, last year we did nail. We did say that three out of the top ten this year was going to be Lacocious, Rankin, and Rosie. Because we, you know, absolutely the connection be. with Rosenbach, that was his original name. Yes. Yeah, just thought short note for yeah, yeah, autographing. Absolutely. It's so easier. Is there a relation to yours? Yep. Excellent. My good friends. <laughs> so you're going from 10 or from 1? Where do you want me to go? Which, do you want to build up the pressure? Yeah, yeah, let's build it up. Build let's it up. build it up. This is exciting. So who do we got to pick 10? If I can turn me a bit of paper. Alrighto. Pick 10. GWS. So GWS, they need... What do they need? They need another Ruckman. I wonder if they... I, I will say they'll go for a King if he's still available. He's not available. Ten. Jeez. Mate, it's a, fair, it's a super draft, right? It is. But he's not going. They're going to go for Ryla Collier-Dawkins, who is hot on the Tigers list. Desperate. But there's no way he's looking through to 18 or 19. So he's inside mid. 193. Jeez, that's uh, a big inside mid, isn't it? Bontempelli. Yeah. It's a, it, uh, well, my notes actually said Bontempelli-like. So he you know, gets the ball all the time. Um, poor old Tiger's going to miss out on that one. But I think I think he'll go to 10 for sure. Well, GWS around that market. Just on the topic of GWS, yep. some people are thinking maybe they've missed their opportunity. Oh, Where are you thinking? I am very much thinking they've missed their opportunity and the window's gone. And then they lose you know, role players like Lobb and Shield and I think... I think everyone's starting to realise, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. They had all the best talent, but they didn't have a great team ethic, I don't reckon. They were more a team of stars and, a, you know, what's the old adage? Team of champions. Team of champions. Team of champions too. Yeah. Yeah, I just think they were too individualistic. You know, mm-hmm. you had Stevie Johnson and, and um, what's his name? Jeez. Bartel? No, <laughs> no, in GWS. Um, oh, uh, Ryan Griffin or something oh, like that. No, no too, too individualistic on his own. Don't worry about teammates. Toby, Toby Green, oh, yeah, Toby, Green. Toby Green, and Stevie. Like, it's just like you're not getting the ball. Um, no, I yeah, think, okay. I don't think that worked. That didn't help him. And then the injuries Toby Green's got. He's 
struggling a bit with that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not... I'm, I'm right off GWS. Does it help a little bit if they do get Big Mummy back? Then no. maybe there will be a bit of a kind of at least a more relaxed vibe around the, no. the club? <laughs> no. Well, Ricky, Nixon, Ricky Nixon's looking after him now as a boxer, so I think to have him around the club... A real mentor. Yeah. yeah. When I think Ricky benefit. Nixon, I think mentor. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, they're gone. I'll write them off. Quite happy to. Okay. Where do you reckon on the ladder then? Yeah. Like they're going to slip that far? Yeah, they could. They could fall seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. If if they cop another significant injury to one of their good guns, Kelly or or um, Caniglio, one of those guys, you don't want to be Jeremy Cameron goes down or well, they lost Patton obviously. So does um. Kelly stay after this after two thousand. No way, no. He's coming back. Yeah. To and North, do you think? Well, I don't think so. Carlton would be going crazy for him, wouldn't they? Yeah, got it. There's there's more than them in the mix. Don't worry. No, it shouldn't and be. A couple of Carlton. other clubs are right up into him. Don't yeah, they? okay. And they'll be at him all year. And North will be trying, but geez, they added a few guys in at significant money this year. Yep. I'd like to see how they've done those contracts. It was a fire sale in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. And I'm like, do they think maybe they're not going to get him? And they're thinking, well, we better grab these while we can. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, oh. Because Pollock to me was strange for a winger outside wing 750. I just don't get it. I mean, he got dropped twice this year at Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a guy who's been dropped twice yeah. at Port Adelaide. He did have his best season, but yeah, to get dropped twice. You're still dropped twice at yeah. Port and he's dead set in the outside. And I know they'll say, we need that, we need that. We've got a great inside. <laughs> Excellent. You're paying 750 for a guy out there. Yeah. Who wanted to leave Brisbane to come home to... Oh. Yeah, that, that was very strange. South Australian Victoria. Maybe they've merged states now. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think his partner might be from Victoria. <laughs> so he's come back. So that's Riley Collier-Dawkins at 10 for yep. GWS. Number nine, Adelaide. Jackson Hatley, South Australian boy. I actually think they're going to play it a bit safe. Um, picking the home kids because the... Uh, that go home thing is right in the heads of these clubs now. It's more evident than what uh, it has been before. He's a Central Districts lad, so he's tough, <laughs> tough. Bulldogs, mate. Carries his own car to train. I would suggest this bloke one ninety. He's bull. He's perfect for either Port Adelaide or the Crows, and I think he'll be there at nine for them. And I reckon they'll. I'd be mad not to get him because they need a bit more grunt in their midfield, I reckon. And do you reckon he'll play this uh, next year? Yeah, yeah, he can play his ball magnet too. I mean, again, with the injuries with Crouch, yep. Sloan, you know, f- a few question marks there. and uh, I reckon he'd be a good fit. I, I would like him. Who, who would you put him as being similar to? Um, similar type, Brad Ebert. Okay. And he's ready to go. Oh, my notes. Ready to go. Um, he, he's already played at Sample level. Contested ball winner gets it, gets yep. it, gets it, can run. So very, very much a pretty bit. And even I suppose his height and weight is pretty similar, one ninety and eighty one, a little bit taller, but yeah, fairly same. Now, in the perfect world, it was a hundred, hundred, hundred rule. So if you're one eighty, you should be eighty kilos. Yeah, that, that's ideal. A couple of kilos either side, maybe. Um, so he's a bit taller than the weight on. So maybe he's, he'll still put a bit on. So he could, he could be all right this one. I hate that because I hate the cross. <laughs> Being at Port Adelaide. Being at Port Adelaide. Well, that's true. Don't like saying they've got anything good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll mess it up. Hamish Ogilvie, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, good man, Hamish. You're the <laughs> eight. I reckon one of the kings might fall through. Ben might get through to eight for the Bulldogs. Really? 
here. I have a theory. I'll explain it if you want. But um, everyone's heard about Ben, I suppose. Most people listen to this. Versatile. Play either ends of the ground. Capable both ends, but he's more of a, a defender. 202 and 85 from the mighty Sandy Green Dragons. I just think he might slide because of a couple of other things that will happen earlier. It, it really depends on what Gold Coast do at 2-3. Mm-hmm. There's a massive asterisk here. They could take the King boys. What you were talking about before, they could also do that to know. Then they will know. They will stay together. Yeah. What have they lost? Gold Coast. Key position defender, key position forward. What are these two boys? Key position forward, key position defender. I don't think they'll do it. Yep. It wouldn't surprise me if they just come out and go, bang, king, king. And everyone goes, boy, you've really <laughs> changed that up on us. Um, not likely. I, I do think it'll be Lukosius Rankin. Yep. But <laughs> you just don't know. I mean, I think it was GWS through Taranto in a couple of years ago that surprised everyone so high. Good pick. So, Would you be surprised? Would the argument against that be that you can't imagine Gold Coast taking two players who are going to take at least three or four years to develop? Do they, uh, have, the, they, do they have the time to do that? No, they, but these guys can play now. I know Max is going under a recovery because uh, St Kilda's done his rehab, which is interesting. So the AFL's let him be in St Kilda's. So, and if he's available, you imagine St Kilda would pick, pick him in well, four? Well, he has to go pick four. Can you imagine yep. if they don't pick him and he's done all his rehab there and he's already yeah. assimilated with some of the guys? And yep. So it's obviously he's going there. So maybe they've had real good chats with Gold Coast and have assured them. No, no, we're not, not going to pull the will and do that on you. So, and clubs probably do that. That's very interesting that, that that he's rehabbing with an AFL club. I know. When that happened, I thought we're St Kilda picking. Well, that's where you're going to pick for. Yeah, Has okay. that happened in the past? I haven't heard of that happening. No, in the I mean, past. not no, not not that I can remember anyway. Maybe some father sons, maybe that they know are going to mm. do that. Or academies? Do, do academy players go to that oh, they club? Can, yeah, the academy kids can do some work experience when they do that. Yeah, but not a. He's not an academy kid. So he's that that process, you go and ask permission from the AFL, and yep, and it's got to be a good reason. Mm-hmm. So maybe the reason yeah. was well, we're going to we're going to pick him. Yeah, we're going to pick him four and like a crown. He's going to play bits and kill for fifteen years. Yeah. All right, so that's Ben King for the doggies. That's, I reckon on the proviso, the Gold Coast don't do the two and three. Yep. All right. So next pick is uh, actually was the Bulldogs at seven, but they get matched by Sydney for Nick Blakey. Yeah, so I reckon Blakey will go at seven. Okay. Right. So when it does come time for the Bulldogs to go pick seven, I reckon they'll go Blakey. Swans will come in, match it. That's why the Bulldogs will fall to eight. Yeah, right. In, I was, in my opinion. I was wondering where your numbers were jumping yep. out. Okay, yep. so Blakey to the Swans. Blakey seven. to the Swans, father, son. 195 is a roughie all over this kid. Jeez. <laughs> really? Be, yeah, he's going to be a good player. Uh, he'll play next year. And he had a choice of He's had stress fractures and everything. Yeah. Um, Brisbane North? Blakey. That uh, sounds right, that, yeah. Was it Brisbane? Yeah, Brisbane Fitzroy. Brisbane yeah, yeah, Fitzroy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 took Swans, so... He's had stress fractures, missed a fair bit with back injuries, but when he when he gets going, <laughs> all right, Gold Coast impact anywhere. Now Number pick six, six. Uh, I reckon they'll go the mid, top up with Bailey Smith. He's the one you've probably read the most professional kid around. That's what I'm hearing. Swore off the grog, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, Hasn't masturbated. Nope. Probably. Nope. <laughs> Just doing everything right. They'll know that. They yeah. ask that. That's one of the questions you probably missed before. You know. How often do you jerk off? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> I would have looked at my forearms and gone, <laughs> looks like a powerful pack mark. <laughs> What's the top three kind of to impress them for the professionalism thing? 
swearing What's the top off the grub would be a wonderful thing to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I reckon that's, as me personally, being that I've never had a drink in my life, I... I uh, think that's a wonderful thing to do. Is it as impressive from a 17-year-old who goes, no. I'm off the piss? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I don't smoke. Okay, mate. Yeah. I, I haven't voted <laughs> in any elections. <laughs> not too hard, I suppose, but to think that he hasn't got trapped up in that, you know, that he's that professional to go, I'm not even going to do that because I know where I'm going. Um, just well, the work ethic. and yeah. Didn't Max Gorn get on the Bacardi breezes when he got drafted? <laughs> he had a huge night. The handshaking of you know every official when you go to a game and you yep. know who the recruiting guys are and you come up and say hello. I had a guy used to spot me at games after he'd finish. If I was watching another game, hello, Miss Coombs, how are you? I'm thinking, you flipping know my name. Yeah, yeah you looked, you're a chameleon. How, <laughs> how, good are you? how good are you, mate? Well done. And always come up to chat and he'd stand beside me. I was just going to work, mate. Who's that? Term. It was a young fellow at Oakley Chargers at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't get drafted, yep. but went on and had a pretty good career playing elsewhere. Mm. A bit, bit stiff. It was part of a bit of uh, drafting history folklore. Yeah. Because there was an incident that happened where his name was read out. And um, then they were like, oh, no, uh, whoops, wrong one. Is that the Franklin <laughs> yeah. story that's in the paper today? Oh, I don't know. Was it a Frank? Is his surname Franklin? No. Oh. No. They but said that on draft day when they meant to say Buddy Franklin, they said another Franklin. So oh, this, okay. So some other kids going, oh, fucking Hawthorne. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, well, this happened with another kid, and they're all, yeah. And then it was like, ah, oops, no, oh. the other one. Oh, the better one. <laughs> the good one. Yes. Or have there oh, been times right. when they've read out the wrong number as well? Do you think players used to be told. would know their number? Oh, yeah, geez. You used to be told, though, if they'd done that and that was a mistake, then you ruled you out. But. I've heard them go play one seven one five. I mean one five seven eight. Yeah, that's pretty brutal to lucky. Get. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty brutal. End up with the wrong. I think they're having a Carlton a lot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Bailey Smith, bit of a Jager O'Meara type too. So okay, like, um, one eighty five, eighty two, almost perfect in that one hundred. Um, Going to be a good player. All right, now we're up player. to Port at pick five. The mighty Port Adelaide used to be the mighty Port Adelaide Power. Mm. Connor Rosie. Your, your um, Rosie. brother-in-law or brother or whatever he is, long-lost relative. He will be when he's drafted. He'll be a long-lost relative. Absolutely. Get that family tree going back. And he was a Rosenback, wasn't he? Absolutely. <laughs> um, Champion. Have you seen any of his vision, this kid? No. Mm. No? Championships? Yeah, look, he's, he's a jet. <laughs> um, forward, mid. He'll probably start more of a forward and then probably move into the midfield. Uh, 185.72. So he's a little bit light on. North Adelaide boy. At very athletic. Uh, yeah, I've got notes. He was a forward. He's um, pretty clean. Um, it wouldn't surprise me again if Gold Coast go him at pick three because I think he's close to Lacocious as mates. They're pretty good mates. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Gold Coast are jumping in with that little, you know, oh, look, we'll uh, rookie list your, your, your brother Rankin, then I'll, they'll go that way. Um, and that would mean if... if Rosie goes to Gold Coast, then you would say that Rankin would end up at... Correct. Yeah, because St. Kilda will take King at four. Yeah, yeah so okay. that's exactly right. So whichever one doesn't go to three, Rankin or Rosie, will go to Port Adelaide. They'll Either way, they'll be happy. I reckon if you did ask Port, which one do you want, it'll be Rankin. Yeah. But, okay. But it split P. And I don't care which one they get, because I reckon they're both really good players, Port yep. Adelaide. I mean, super players. Who would you like and Rosie to? <laughs> Early days? No, not now. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to love Dale Thomas. When he was at Collingwood at his peak of powers. You know when he just had that explosive 
Sorry. Yeah, mate. I remember yeah. those days. <laughs> but we do remember those days. Like they, they were. When, he was unbelievable. He was a great player. He was the best Didn't player in the comp. Yeah. Uh-huh. In 2010. Was that Moldhouse? Did Moldhouse come out and say that? No, I think Ross Lyon might have said that. All oh, right. Oh, yes. Yeah, you're right. He was. At, so this was what this kid was like that time. That explosive. Jeez, get the ball going. Well. He had that patch, Thomas, didn't he, where he was just every week. Yeah. He was incredible. Dominating. Yep. And let's not forget, like, 2010 is eight years ago. You can't expect someone to be no. the best player in the league for, well, <laughs> could it was. <laughs> for a decade. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're exactly right. Yeah. And someone like that would really help your team. It's just what I'm saying is... Once they're on the decline, is don't draft them to the <laughs> fucking club and then and keep recontracting them. them. <laughs> yeah. and pay the <laughs> Okay, I can see. I can see your point there. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks. Billions of dollars. <clears throat> so therefore, at three, oh no, four. Sorry, we'll jump on Max King. Okay, spoke about Maxi. Big forward. Um, so uh, again, I don't imagine the Saints would expect him to play a lot of football next year, considering he's you know this year he's done a knee, so he really needs to put a lot of work in. Yeah. Yeah, but he'll, he, he seems to be that sort of kid. I think mm-hmm. if they're doing the rehab, you know, it's gonna, he could be ready early. As um, a ruckman? No, no, forward. Okay. Yeah, they'll make him move forward um, so he doesn't have to sort of jump into blokes or twist a bit, maybe before just lead. And with that new rule, you know, you sort of see him sort of plonking in the goal square a little bit maybe. Okay. Just early days, just lead out from there. That's the re- conjecture about that is going to be what do you put in a goal square? Because you've got that 6-6 six, six start. Yeah. Do you put your big forward, or like Richmond might do, put a, a Castagna there and then make the poor fullback go, oh, oh no, 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 because then so you make him kick out, essentially. No, as the as the, um, Castagna the forward. Oh yeah, but it makes the fullback kick over him rather than just go. I can no, run, come I can the out, other way. Yeah, I can outrun this dude. So at the at the ball up, yep, and Castagna takes off, and the fullback's going to be sweating because he won't be able to stick up with him. Yeah. So Richmond set his own really wide. And deep and leave a real speedster in the goal square. Because most clubs are probably thinking we'll put the big key forward in the goal square. Yep. So then he can lead up at the footy and give him a bit of room. I, I reckon Richmond might do that. But I also reckon they might try to mess other clubs and go, you better have a backman who's real quick on this guy. Because you know Castagna and Butler and Rioli. Rioli. Yeah. Put Rioli at full forward and let whichever backman pick him. Good luck. Yeah. Because also that sideways movement with him, he'll just shake blokes. He's going to be the gun this year. Because that seemed to be the thing that was going to win it for them in the end, that Mosquito fleet up forward. Yeah, that's right. And this rule helps Richmond. Because they can create more space in that forward line on the setup. Sorry, I've just got to go off and throw a brick through <laughs> yeah. the window at AFL House. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it does. But anyway. <laughs> uh, three, well, Rankin. Yep. Um, his impact is... <laughs> He's incredible. <laughs> I, I, Is he likened to Dusty Martin a little? Oh, no, I wouldn't say. More, more a McLeod type of mover. Oh, wow. Like a like the way he runs and, and whatnot. So pretty I think, smooth. Yes, yeah, smooth. Where I think Dusty's like just running and going, oh, bang, and get him. Yeah. Whereas McLeod used to just go and say, oh, shoot, and around the yep, outside and just jet. Yep. He was, he was, oh, it's crows. This is killing me. Might have a coronary here. <laughs> Sorry to all my Port Adelaide mates that listen in. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll still read out the top two. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, yeah, I, he is he is just a gun. 180 and 77. Um, can do anything. Absolutely anything. And he'll play next year. Walk up. Start. <laughs> Make him yeah. captain of the Gold Coast. Have they announced the captain yet? 
Is it Andrew Swallow? Is it? He did sign recently up until like 2024, I believe. Yeah. Okay. He's just given up his life, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, no, uh, well, here. might as well say. Yeah. the sun. So that's number three, and you're using Correct. the words incredible, yeah. captain, yep. you know, yep. melt like McLeod. They're, yep. they're amazing things Correct. to say about so a number three. One, eh? yep. Exactly. Two, Lukosius, uh, Nick Rewalt, all over. God, if you've seen a bloke that looks like someone and runs like someone and has the same et- work ethic and everything, just he's a 10-year player. He, he, probably, he is the best player, in my opinion, in the drafts. He's the best player, mm-hmm. but not best fit for Carlton. Is, which is why Carlton will take Sam Walsh. But Walsh will be a 200 game player or captain of the club, but he is just an absolutely outstanding leader. Yep. So they're, they're not, they're not going to make a mistake here. They're going to get it right. So our coin tosses are going to be like <laughs> top notch. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, you fucking forget that, mate. You're going to win you're gonna when every second one. Cap- <laughs> <laughs> when Cripps hands the captaincy over to him yep. in what? How old's Cripps? 22? Yeah, I think so. Holy cow. When Cripps hands it over in 10 years, yeah. <laughs> when he's finally wheeled off the MCG, because mm. that, that bloke is... Uh, so whilst you'll help... Well, well we're talking to coaches, aren't we? Yep. Nick Rewalt, just... Have you seen vision of this guy in his championships? was great. I have watched a little Smooth bit of him. Smooth mover, yeah. eh? He's yeah. just got it. 194? Yep. Yes. Well done. I feel like there's a bit for the headline writers too in the name of the Koshis. Yeah, there is. I feel like there's a bit you, to work with. I mean, if, I mean, uh, off Walsh, my head immediately, uh, if he's really bad, atrocious, obviously. Oh, yeah. atrocious. That's a bit harsh, Precocious. though. Precocious. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit to work with. Apart from, apart from King, obviously, yep. King can be anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right, precocious, lacocious. Mm. You're right. It's, yeah. it's gonna, I feel there's pick, something going on. Can you pick there. A round two, maybe? That might be the headline. Mm. It'll come early. Depends who Gold Coast play round one or two, I think. Look at the draw, and if they've got. Uh, uh, oh, they haven't got a soft draw, have they? <laughs> they've got a real hard draw. Will he get. Uh, I mean, the, the, the one thing about lacocious is will he get beaten up a little bit just because he has no big bodies around him? You know, Lynch is gone, um, <clears throat> May's gone. He's got kind of no protection up there, and he could be exposed a little. Yeah, you're right, actually. Next uh, season. Good point. Um, like, as much as I don't want to hold him back because he's a jet, but you you don't want him just thrown out there and yeah. smashed. You know, yeah. you want to, you want him to put some weight on. You want to get some bulk into him, get a few games, but don't leave him as your linchpin in the forward line. Yeah, Peter Wright will be there. Oh yeah. But but again, I know if if I'm doing the uh, the scouting, uh, the number one bloke's going to Lacocha's not right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, now. So you're right. They might have to try to find, put some sort of bull around him as a you know a forward pocket type. Just to kind of help him out. Yeah, someone who can, I don't know if, if Gold Coast got any one of those on the list. A bit of a protector. I don't know. Get Campbell Brown back maybe. <laughs> Probably the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And come off the hunt. Call him out. Yeah. yeah. Get the big guns back. Jeez, he needs one. So. But will be a star 10 years. He, he's going to be interesting though. I've. Heard those little, you know, go home things, and you know, Port Adelaide threw that out. They said, "Well, that's right, you take them, we'll get them in two years." But she's, it'll take something pretty good deal. But two years. How far do you have to go for it to become draft tampering? Well, when that came out, I was a bit, ooh, they might get smacked over this because mm. you really shouldn't be doing that. Because, but then they'll go, "Well, we didn't do anything. We just said it. We've just told. We have. We're stating facts. Yeah, we, we stated a fact and." Yeah, it's, well, we didn't speak to him about it. We haven't spoke to anyone about it. We've just said, well, if they pick him, we'll come and get him in two... Both of them, we'll get him in two years' time. Mm-hmm. Well, the story that I had heard was that um, management of, the, of certain South Australian players had gone around saying they're going to come home. So oh. I wouldn't bother if I was you. Certain yeah. clubs 
in the southeast of Queensland, yeah. mm. it's not in your best interest to take them. Yeah. Which, Which is, is weird because managers hardly even speak to their clients. <laughs> 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 they yeah, they no. do when the contract's yeah. just about up three months to go and they yeah. go, oh, that's right. <laughs> Completely unaware. Better yeah. get my uh, 3% or 5%. So we're up to the top two now. Two is Lukosius. Ah, oh, there we go. And we'll go number one. Bang, Sam Walsh. <laughs> Inside, outside, mid from Geelong Falcons. Just classy player. Is he a game changer? Um, can he win a game for Carlton? Could he win? He like, has X he, Factor, yeah. He can, can he help us get to a third win in 2019? <laughs> like? Against the Gold Coast, correct, yes. Yes. That'll be the big game. The Battle of the walsh Lukosius Rankin Cup. Mm. Maybe um, they might be fighting it out. So <laughs> who is he similar to? Is he like a Selwood? No, no, Trelaw. Just that run and go and go and go and go and go and go. Has he got go. speed? Yep, he's quick enough. I can't... I've had a look at his tapes. I've watched him through I can't find an obvious problem. Or some of them you look and go, okay, you can do that, but you're not... No, nah, he's good inside. He knows when to go outside. He's class written all over him. And, you know, as someone else told me, he thinks he will play 200 games in a heartbeat yep. and he'll lead this club and he's a real good example. He'll walk in day one. He'll be a kid setting an example, which will help those other guys... Underneath, maybe pick up a bit. I don't know. I need it. But, um, well, Cullen just needs a bit more depth through the midfield. There's nothing um, clearer than that. So, you know, getting in Will Setterfield has obviously helped because yep. he was a gun in his uh, draft year. Do you? Uh, does he already know that he is number one? Oh, they they would have. Well, uh, they probably still make it. In, oh, it's a hard one. Sometimes clubs... Are they still kind of playing a game We still? won't do it. Oh, they're still good because, you don't know, someone could come in and, and like, Port Adelaide... Well, for pick, well, if Port Adelaide had picked one, they'd take the Koshis, I reckon, still. So that's the it. only reason that... Because uh, there was talk that the Gold Coast might give up two and six to Carlton yeah, to, to get it number one. So clearly they would want Walsh. That's the only reason they would do that yeah, because they've got pick of everything else. So if they want Walsh, they give Carlton two and six. In, Co- in Gold Coast, are looking for three picks inside ten. But again, they, if Gold Coast had picked one, I don't think they'd pick Walsh. That that would be the only reason that they would yeah. swap with Carlton. That, that, that's I, I, what I heard being. Yeah, I heard they come around thinking. I don't think that's going to happen. So Carlton will make everyone sort of. Yeah, yeah, we'll listen to every offer just to make clubs come and go. Well, let's try something. Yeah, you sure. Know. If they throw the world, mm. at especially you, why with not? the live yeah. trading coming up. You know, Port Adelaide could come in and and I don't know. Say we'll give you five, ten, fifteen, and. Um, First round next year. I mean, it won't happen. Yeah. Because Port should have a good draft, 5, 10, and 15. And that, what, who'd they pick up this year? Someone else they added. Um, uh, Burton. Yeah, handy, mm. you know. Could be good. Could be good. So tune into the draft on Thursday evening. Yes, at Marvel Stadium. I believe it's on Foxwood. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it would be on yeah, Foxwood. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely on Foxwood. Yeah. So they do the top 10 that night, and yes. then they do the rest of the draft the on next Friday. day. On Friday, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And they were going to, I remember they were saying they were going to have like a big thing down at Marvel Stadium, you know, fans in the crowd and, you know, sections and stuff. And then they went, no one's coming to that. <laughs> oh, okay. And so sure. they called it off. Sure. There's still a few other good players that could jump in the top 10. Um, it wouldn't surprise. Coldwell's a pretty good player. Chase Jones. Valenti, the guy I spoke about before in that interview. Um, is there someone out there who might be that 23 or 24-year-old that will get picked Yeah, I've got a f- Mitch, Mitch Grigg, who um, was at the Crows list. One yeah. McGarry. Yeah. He's 26 now, maybe. Someone might have a crack. Jai Bolton just keeps winning WA medals. Mm-hmm. He might have another crack. Um, I, I don't mind that Bewley and, and Gibbons from Willemstown. They tend to keep bobbing up. I actually think that 
one of them, uh, Richmond kid Arts, plays in the VFL. I think Richmond might even take him because he's played that defensive forward role. Um, I think the Bulldogs are probably going to get one of the steal of the draft with father-son with Riley West. Uh, I reckon that he's going to be a gun. Like his dad? Yeah, better play. Oh, not better play. That was a joke. <laughs> but he's going to be an absolute jet. He'll walk in and help the Bulldogs. They'll recover pretty quick. I played, I played footy with Scott West, so... Did you? Did you? Did you oh, throw yeah. the ball back over the fence to him? Or? Taught him everything uh-huh. he Isaac didn't use. Collingwood kid, Isaac Quain is going to be all right. Um, I've got my hope pick as uh, Pies want Grundy's brother at pick 51. That's the big hope. Can they get the big brother, the little brother to the same club? Mm-hmm. The slider's Ian Hill. He was rated pretty high early on. I reckon he'll probably drift. He might to be one Freo? of those. So well, they got a Morgan West Coast. Okay. At pick 18, I think they have. Or might go back to 19. He could be one of those bad interviewers that have, you know, because oh, I want to stay home, I want to stay home. I don't know, I haven't heard anything. Yep. But he could be one of those because he was early on was touted top 10. Now he's, yeah, he's, he's drifted. drifted. I think the live trading is going to be interesting. Yeah. See who does it well. Yeah. There'll be some clubs will be packing themselves, I reckon. So you think it will definitely happen that either Adelaide or Port will move up somehow? No, I, I, they'll try. They'll throw absolutely everything. But I reckon when push comes to shove right at the last minute, Everyone will just sit on their hands and it'll be Carlton pick one, goal goes two, three, six. Yeah. That's it. I do like the idea how you talked about it. it's a pre planned thing, they're having the conversations and oh. so maybe the deal will be done before they the you know, the actual event. And you just the idea do, yeah. that the list manager there will be going, you know, they've put You're their the hand clock. up and they go, Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm I'm so perplexed, I don't know what to do. Oh, there you go, have that plan. And then and the clock's 30 seconds to go. Jeez, is he going to make a move? You know, it's like eight seconds to go and, I don't know, like the NFL, the commissioner walks out. With pick two and three, the Gold Coast have chosen to trade it to Port Adelaide. Yeah. Not sure how it's going to happen, but... Um, yeah, that'd be interesting to watch for. It but is theater, I'm intrigued by that. We should wrap it up shortly, uh, Craig. Get a, get a good thank you so much that. again for joining us. No, yeah. thank you for having me. It's uh, the one thing I look forward to every year, so I appreciate that. And will you, that. will you go down there? Or have you got mates who will be down there on the night? Uh, believe it or not, I'm, uh, I won't see the first part of this year's draft for yep. the first time ever. My daughter's getting married and uh, it's a meet the parents night <laughs> on that night. Who the fuck my... has meet the parents night on draft night? <laughs> oh, I know. I looked at it and went, are you kidding me? My whole life I've never missed a draft. Yeah. Never. So I might have to spend a bit of time. I oh, don't feel well in the day. <laughs> oh, on the awesome. phone yeah. for the first yeah. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't tell people you don't feel well and then duck off for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. That's not a great idea. I yeah. had yeah. one other question, uh, and I got a little bit of talk over the last couple of weeks, but um, best of three grand final. Oh, what? No. Fair dinkum. That's the dumbest suggestion since AFLX. That's... I, Oh, whoa, whoa, there's no need to slam that. <laughs> yeah. Same breath. I can't, believe, words, I, I can't believe any players would say yes to that. Well, Dan Hanabry has backed it up. It yeah. came out of Sydney because obviously the interstate teams want a chance to play at home. Mm. Bad luck. You, did you want to join the AFL? You knew where it came from, and I know it's a national comp now. Yep, got it. But they all knew the deal at the MCG. Mm. They all know the deal. The best of three is the most stupid idea, I reckon. I just, how's it, how did we work? How would you try to manage players? And how would you get the crowds coming every week? I, think the, I think the fatigue of the three would be the main thing. Uh, if you had to go into a third. Getting up for a third. Imagine going for a third game. Imagine 2010, for example. Mm. The players were fucking cooked at the end of that Gone. first one. Yeah. They, and St Kilda couldn't even get up for the second mm. one. And say, for example, well, that one they would have had to play a third. How would your selection process be in the second? 
you try it. Maybe you bring in a bloke to try to nut someone else out from the opposition. Mm. You know, think all right, let's pick a sniper. Yeah. And your job is to go bang, 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 bang. So then when we get to game three, they're going to be missing him, <laughs> him, and him. But we're only going to miss you for ten weeks. Is he going to get rubbed out? But yeah, we win. It happened to me when I coached the team in New South Wales once. The opposition figured about one guy can take out a few, and we'll lose one, but they're going to lose three or four, and it worked. Dumbest suggestion ever made. As you can tell, I think it's stupid. Yeah, no. I can't see. Unless, I don't mind three at the MCG. Like, really fuck up the other clubs <laughs> and send them home. Hell. So you're not allowed to stay in Melbourne. You've got to go back to Perth and come back three times. But also, I think, I think if, if, if history has told us anything, as we roll it up and get really angry about it, then the AFL will go, oh, yeah, it's coming in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Boy. On that note, it's so great to catch up with you again, Craig. Can and I, I just uh, send a, a quick cheer out of mate of mine? He's doing a bit tough. Um, Rod Johnson, he's a Tiger through and through, has been for a long time, and uh, he's... Uh, Battling the same illness I have and doing a bit tough. So, you know, chin up, Tiger. Hopefully we'll get another one for you, mate. And um, yeah. and to you guys, thanks heaps for this. It's uh, mate, absolute pleasure. We love hearing it. And something uh, I look forward to. Might be the last one, but um, yeah. I, I certainly appreciate it. So, yeah. You're welcome. And this list will go up on Twitter, so you can have a look on draft night. When I you're was going to say, play along, play yeah. along with our list, right, <laughs> <Yeah>. Craig? Our <laughs> list. If I'm wrong, it's their list. <laughs> What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.